Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spend today in a conversation in the mirror, face to face with somebody less than perfect. Choose me first if I was looking for a champion. In fact, I'd understand if you picked everyone before me. But that's just not my story. Choose you who you are. You saw my heart and made something out of nothing. So I don't need my name in lights. I'm famous in my father's eyes. Make no case you don't know ours i'm benny from penny's empowerment club and happylittlemama.com and i'm cj from cjskidsclub.com thank you so much for joining us for another daily prayer walk today is wednesday september 2nd 2015 that's the 18th of elul in the year 5775 on the hebrew calendar it's so important to bring the good Lord into our lives every morning not so much bring him into our lives because he's always around but more to acknowledge him and welcome him into our lives and into our day thank god for a new day thank god for giving us our souls back as we slept we were our bodies were hibernating and we are officially up and about thank the lord for a new day and all the opportunities that come with it the opportunity to show somebody favor Show them a good example, regardless of what we're going through. There's someone that's that's watching what's going on with us. 
and you might be dealing with something very difficult. You might be going through an illness or a struggle. You might have lost someone who was very close to you. Those times are very, very difficult. But there's people around us watching all the time that get inspired by the way that we handle those things. It might not seem like a big deal to you. Maybe you feel like you're just surviving and you can't see how you can possibly be an inspiration to someone else. And yet you are. You are so much more important and so much more valuable than you yourself probably think that you are. Not to say that we should be conceited and get big heads and say we're so great in the world. wouldn't exist if we weren't here. But while we are in this world, we can make such a huge difference just in the way that we handle ourselves and the way that we interact with others. And a, a really big piece is in the morning when we get up, thanking our creator for giving us another day. That attitude of gratitude. It seems like it's not such a big deal. And we know that we should be grateful. There's a difference between being grateful and expressing thanks. So you might feel it, but you might not say it. How many of us don't like hearing, oh, thank you so much. This has been such a blessing to me. Well, we know that somebody might like, say they, you give them a gift and we know that they like the gift, but they never said thank you. Even though we know that they like it, it would have been nice to hear that. And it would have brought us a little bit closer. That's the same thing with our creator. He likes to be acknowledged. And you know what? It feels really good to say thank you and really turn to him and give him a, a spiritual hug as it may. You know, we can't really hug him, hug him. But in that moment, we get close to him and you can feel his warmth and his goodness and his grace. So let's go ahead and get started with our dear Lord prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for being able to see and hear this morning. We are blessed because you are forgiving God and understanding God. You have done so much for us and you keep on blessing us. Forgive us for everything we have done, said, or thought that was not pleasing to you, and for the times when we withheld a blessing or did not come to the defense of someone who needed it. We ask for your forgiveness. Please keep us safe from all danger and harm. Help us to make the best of each and every day to clear our minds so that we can hear from you. Please broaden our minds so we can accept all things. Let us not whine and whimper over things we have no control over. And it's the best response when we're pushed beyond our limits. We know that when we can't pray, you listen to our hearts. Continue to use us to do your will. Continue to bless us that we may be a blessing to others. Keep us strong that we may help the weak. Keep us uplifted that we may have words of encouragement for others. We pray for those that are lost and can't find their way. We pray for those that are misjudged and misunderstood. We pray for those that don't know you intimately. We pray for those that don't believe. But we thank you that we believe. We believe that God changes people and God changes things. We pray for all our sisters and brothers and for each and every family member in their households. We pray for peace, love, and joy in their homes, that they are out of debt and all their needs are met. We pray that every eye that reads this knows there is no problem, circumstance, or situation greater than God. Every battle is in your hands for you to fight. We pray that these words be received into the hearts of every eye that sees it and every ear that hears it. God, we love you and we need you. Come into our hearts, please. Amen. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spent with you. Here I am to
Today's daily thought is beyond wisdom. Do not be misled by those who claim there is no purpose. They may know life, but not its womb. They may know darkness, but not its meaning. They may have wisdom, but they cannot reach higher, to a place beyond wisdom, a place from which all wisdom began. They may reach so high until the very source from which all rivers flow, to the place where all known things converge, where all knowledge is one but they have not touched the very core of being, the place before being begins, where it is chosen that begin will begin, where well, being will begin, where there is nothing, no light, no darkness, no knowledge, no convergence, no wisdom, nothing but the burning purpose of this moment now, because it is for that purpose that being began. What do you think? God doesn't make trash. Indeed, he doesn't make trash. And if somebody is saying there really isn't a meaning or there really isn't a point, they're wrong. The point is this very moment. In this very instant, your choices. For example, for us, it would be that we're extremely nappy. We're having a an extreme nap, nap attack. And before, it's KO'd us. And actually, this happened during one of our, uh, actually, a couple of our live prayer calls where I would be praying and suddenly I'd be hit by such a nap attack that CJ had to take over. And in that instant, it's like somebody turned my light switch off and I just out. And we're experiencing that again whenever we pray and we come against that and we say, no, you know, we want to pray. We want to seek God's face. It is our, God gave us free will and our free will choices to seek the Lord and to pray to him. Anything coming between us and him, in this case, the nap attack, is literally coming between us. They're defying him because he gave us that free will, and that is taking away our free will. So we come against anything standing in our way uh, of getting of us getting closer to the Lord. Everything in this moment, this moment is important. This moment is all that we have. We don't know if we have a tomorrow. We know that we had a past. But the past is the past, and we move forward. What was our past like? I'm not sure what yours was, but I've been through a lot of things. And the way that we look at it can either be a blessing or a curse upon ourselves. I personally want to use my difficult experiences to reach out to others and help them so that hopefully they don't go through what I went through. Or if they are going through what I went through, I'll be there for them. I'll have that kind of support that I wish that I had at the time. Um... If they're going through other things, I'll be able to draw upon the pain 
and the worry and everything that I felt in those times to help them to deal with whatever it is that they're going through. I want to make my life matter. I want to make, I want to have a purpose for everything that I've gone through. And yet the purpose is this moment. Because somebody might be smarter than you. Somebody might know the Bible more than you do. There are a lot of people that know the Bible way better than I do. They can recall things in there by memory. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're living by the word. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're reaching out to others. It just means that they memorized it or they're scholarly in that way. But they're missing a different aspect to it. They're missing that emotional, empathetic aspect. They're missing the point of these stories. They're not just stories in a book. There's a purpose for those stories as well. And as I say, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. The things that happened to the people in the Bible at the time that the Bible was written are the same things that are happening to us nowadays. And we think, oh, no, we're different. We're better. We're, we're much more advanced. You know, we're technically not really. Um, we watched that TV show, Ancient Aliens. While we don't agree that aliens did everything, it's really fascinating because the things that they find... They're actually proving to us a lot of what is said in the Bible, although they're giving credit to the aliens instead of to God. Um, but it's fascinating to hear how these ancient peoples had all this kind of technology that we're barely starting to catch up to today. So it's amazing to consider what was all of that. They had all this knowledge, and yet what happened? Tower of Babel. Well, there's that also. The thing that happened and everyone started to babble and nobody understood each other. These are really ep interesting episodes. And again, while we don't agree that you know it was the aliens themselves, it's fascinating because they do come up with things that we hadn't heard of in the science journals or in the news. Um, the discoveries that science actually has made. And they'll be discussing those. And it just really, pulling all that together... And putting it into our daily thought. We as a people have reached so high. It says until the very source from which all rivers flow. Which I guess would be what the clouds. Yeah. We have skyscrapers and we reach all the way over there. The Tower of Babel reached all the way up and went to the clouds. It said. Or it's told in the story. So we can reach really high. We can study as much as we want about something. We can become an expert in some topic. But we're still missing something. What is the core, the very beginning, the very essence of that? And that's what, you know, our God, or what I believe that God is. I believe that God is the essence of all of that, the very inner part. And us just being alive and experiencing that world that he created for us, this world, this is our meaning. Whatever meaning you give this very moment, that is the meaning of your life. If the meaning is existing for a soda, then the meaning of your life is having that soda. If you exist to do the best job that you can be, to be of service, whatever job that you're doing, don't let anyone put you down. If you are a mechanic, plumber, a secretary, receptionist, don't let them insult you just because you're not a doctor, a lawyer, whatever it might be. In Every moment, choose just to be the best that you can be and to infuse a bit of godliness into whatever you're doing. Agape love, spread that love. Let others see by your actions and just by you being the best person that you can be. Let them see who God is just because you're being you. That's basically all this is because every moment you choose what your life, what the meaning of your life is. Super powerful stuff there. Okay, so our chapters for today are chapters 89, uh, Psalm chapters 88 and 89. We always start with chapter 145 and say the Shema. Again, you can download a copy of the free daily walk, uh, prayer walk agenda, which includes our prayers and links to the other prayers and our music at any one of our websites, penniesempowermentclub.com forward slash walk, happylittlemama.com forward slash walk, cjskidsclub.com forward slash what and also please consider downloading the prayer request log it's a very helpful free tool so chapter 145 appraise of david i shall exalt you 
my God the King, and I shall bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. The Lord is great and very much praised, and his greatness cannot be searched. Generation to generation will praise your works, and they will recite your mighty deeds. Of the majesty of the glory of your splendor, and the words of your wonders I shall speak. And the strength of your awesome deeds they will tell, and your greatness I shall sing. Of the remembrance of your abundant goodness they will speak, and of your righteousness they will sing. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all, and his mercies are on all his works. All your works will thank you, O Lord, and your pious ones will bless you. They will tell the glory of your kingdom, and they will speak of your might, to make known to the children of men his mighty deeds and the glory of the majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom of all times, and your ruling is in every generation. The Lord supports all who fall and straightens all those who are bent down. Everyone's eyes look to you with hope, and you give them their food in its time. You open your hand and satisfy every living thing with its desire. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his deeds. The Lord is near to all who call him, to all who call him with sincerity. He does the will of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord guards all who love him, and he destroys all the wicked. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh shall bless his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Chapter 88 The psalmist weeps and laments bitterly over the maladies and suffering Israel endures in exile, which he describes in detail. A song, a song by the sons of Korak, for the conductor, upon the Machalat Le'anut, a maskal, for the for Haman the Ezrachite. O Lord, God of my deliverance, by day I cried out to you. By night I offer my prayer before you. Let my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my supplication, for my soul is sated with affliction, and my life has reached the grave. I was reckoned with those who go down to the pit. I was like a man without strength. I am regarded among the dead who are free, like corpses lying in the grave, of whom you are not yet mindful, who are yet cut off by your hand. They have put me into the lowest pit, into the darkest places, into the depths. Your wrath has weighed heavily upon me. All the waves of your fury have constantly afflicted me. You have estranged my friends from me. You have made me abhorrent to them. I am imprisoned and unable to leave. My eye is afflicted because of distress. I call to you, O Lord, every day. I have stretched out my hands in prayer to you. Do you perform wonders for the deceased? Do the dead stand to offer you praise, Salah? Is your kindness recounted in the grave, your faithfulness in the place of perdition? Are your wondrous deeds known in the darkness of the grave, or your righteousness in the land of oblivion? But I to you, O Lord, I cry. Each morning my prayer comes before you. Why, O Lord, do you forsake my soul? Why do you conceal your countenance from me? From my youth I have been afflicted and approaching death, yet I have borne the fear of you which is firmly established within me. Your furies have passed over me, your terrors have cut me down, they have engulfed me like water all day long. They are altogether surrounded me. They altogether surrounded me. You have estranged me from beloved and friend, I have been rejected by my intimates. Amen. Amen. Chapter eighty nine The Psalm speaks of the kingship of the house of David. The psalmist Leaming is far from power for many years, and God's abandonment has spurning of us. Amaskir by Ethan and Ethai. I will sing of the Lord's kindness forever to all generations. I will make known his faithfulness with my mouth. For I have said, The world is burnt with kindness. Though in the heavens you establish your faithfulness. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David my servant. I establish your descendants forever, O Lord, your faithfulness too, in the congregation of the holy ones. Indeed, who is heaven can be compared to the Lord, who among the supernatural beings can be like to the Lord. The Almighty's reverse is revered in the great assembly of the holy ones, all aspiring to all who surround him. O God of hosts, who is mighty like you? O God, your faithfulness surrounds you. You rode the vastness of the sea, when its waves surged, you stood them. You crushed Rahab, Egypt, like a corpse. With your powerful arm, you scattered your enemies. Yours are the heavens, the earth is also yours, the world and all the throne you established them. The north and the south, you created them. Tobor and Hermon sing of the greatness of your name. Yours is the arm which has the might, strengthen your hand. Rise high your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Kindness and truth go before your countenance. Fortune is the people who know the son of the shofar. Lord, they walk in the light of your countenance. They rejoice in your name all day, and exalt through your righteousness. 
Indeed, you are the splendor of the mind, and your good will, our glory, is exalted. For our protectors turn to the Lord, and our King is the Holy One of Israel. Then you spoke in a vision to your pious ones, and said, I have granted aid to David, the mighty one. I have exalted the chosen from among the people. I found David, my servant, and I, and I have anointed him with holy oil. It is he who my head shall be prepared to assist my arm to, shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not prevail over him, nor shall the anxious person affect him. And I will crush his adversaries before him, and I will strike down those who hate him. Indeed, my faithfulness and my kindness shall be with him, and through my name his glory shall be exalted. I will set up I will set his hand upon the sea, his right hand upon the rivers. You call out to me, You are my Father, my God, the strength and my deliverance. I will make him my firstborn, supreme over the kings of the earth. I will maintain my kindness for him forever. My covenant shall remain true to him, and I will bestow kingship upon his seed forever, and his throne will endure as long as the heavens last. As if children forsake my Torah, and do not walk in my coordinates, do I profane my statutes, and do not observe my commandments. Do not punish the transgression with the rod, and the misdeeds with plagues. Yet I, yet I shall not take away my kindness from him, nor betray my faithfulness. I will not abrogate my covenant, nor change that which I issue from my lips. One thing I have sworn by my holiness, I will not cause this appointment to David. His seed will endure forever, and his throne will be well pleasant. As the sun before me. Like the moon, it shall be established forever. The moon is a faithful, faithful witness in the sky for me all the time. Yet, yet you have forsaken in the part. You've become enraged at your anointing. You outlawed the covenant with your servant. You have profaned the crown by casting it to the ground. You shattered all his fences. You turned all his strongholds into rain. All wayfarers despoiled him. He has become disgraced to his neighbors. You have uplifted the right hand of his adversaries. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have also turned back the blade of his sword. You did not sustain him in battle. You put an heir to his splendor and topped his throne to the ground. You have cut short the days of his youth. You have enclosed him with long-lasting shame. How long, O Lord, will you conceal yourself forever? How long will your fury blaze? How, how long will your fury blaze like fire? Oh, remember how short my life spent. Why have you created all children of men for naught? What man can live and not see death, can save his soul forever from the grave? Where are your former deeds of kindness, O oh, my Lord, which you swore to David in your faithfulness? Remember, my Lord, the disgrace of your servants, that I bear my blossom from all many nations, that your enemies have disgraced, O oh Lord, that they've been disgraced the footsteps of your anointed, Bless us to love forever. Amen and amen. 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 Sometimes the world feels like a mess. Full of drama, full of stress And life puts a fist right in your ribs You can hide if you choose to And no one would even blame you Or you can let them see how you deal with it That even in the darkest place his love can make you radiate Doesn't matter how deep, how dark the night is Keep hope and keep on shining And they'll see His light burning in your heart And if the road gets rough, just keep your head up Let the world see what you made of That His love's alive in your deepest part Like a flame, like a Star, you can shine right where you are He made you to glow in the dark Don't be ashamed of your past If 
life is shattered like a piece of glass The more broke you are, the more the light gets through Show your wounds and your flaws Show them why you still need the cross Let them see the work he's doing in you That even in the darkest place his love can make you radiate Doesn't matter how deep, how dark the night is Keep hope and keep on shining And they'll see his light burning in your heart And if the road gets rough, just keep your head up Let the world see what you're made of That his love's alive in your deepest part Like a flame, like a Star, you can shine right where you are He made you to glow in the dark Doesn't matter how deep, how dark the night is Keep hope and keep on shining It is so important to bless ourselves on a daily basis. The world will tell you everything is wrong about you. They're quick to point out your faults and your flaws and your wrinkles and your weight and your finances and whatever else it might be. And it may not seem like it, but those are curses. They start to make us feel negative. Anything that makes you feel negative about yourself or your life is a curse. Is a curse. And unfortunately, we can pass those feelings down to our children. So if we're feeling bad or guilty or whatever about money, we can pass that down to our children. So if somebody made us feel bad or guilty about being poor, so we started to feel like, oh, being poor was a bad thing. Then we pass that attitude down to our children. We just pass the curse down to our kids. Because realistically, as long as we have the things that we need, Food, water, shelter, clothing, our environment, our environment, yeah, what food. we need, what we need. Water, if, food, and shelter, water, food, and shelter. What, what we, we need. need. <laughs> <laughs> That's from uh, Moving Beyond the Page, one of the homeschool curriculum resources that we used for CJ when he was a bit younger. But essentially, if we have our needs, then we have what we need. Anything else is a want. This world will tell you that wants are needs. And that if you don't have these fancy pants, if you don't have this fancy car, if you don't have the fancy house, if you don't have the ginormous bank account, then you're nothing. But that's not true at all. You can be perfectly happy. I'm going to give this example. This is like an example that's not even accurate because, well, I'll go on to explain that as well. But I like to use the example of a mechanic. People look down on a mechanic and say, oh, he's just a grease monkey. He's always dirty. He doesn't make much money. He always working so hard with his hands. With um, A smart mechanic is not hard to find. There are so many who have made really successful businesses in spite of the fact that they did, maybe didn't have a college education. What they did was they applied themselves to their job. They did the best that they could do so that way they'll earn referrals and their clients' cars will be safe. And from there, they got referrals, word of mouth, just because their work was so good and their attitude. They could be the nicest person. 
So they'll get a lot more referrals. You have a lot more people bringing their cars to that person. That person might not be able to do the cars. That person hires one person, then maybe hires a couple other employees to keep up with the demand because everybody likes coming to him. It's a joy to work with him because his attitude is so great and he knows what he's doing. So it's a great place to work. His employees come in, they get treated nicely, and they're appreciated. That person starts building his business, and he can actually make as much as, and if not more than, a doctor who spent all those years in training. So for the world to look down on a mechanic is not exactly right, because what would we do without them? Think about the person who fixes your car. What would happen if your car broke down and you couldn't fix it anymore? You'd have to go buy another car. And when that broke down, you'd have to buy another car. And by the time we knew it, we'd have a whole bunch of non-working cars in the world, creating a huge mess. And the other thing is, if your brakes go out, that's the safety of you and your family right there. So it's really unkind to put you know doctors and lawyers on a pedestal and to look down on people like our mechanics and our plumbers. They have such an important role to play in our lives. Our plumbers, that's sanitary. That's a health thing. They don't get paid as much as doctors do. But if it wasn't for somebody coming to clean out our septic tanks, what would happen? Think of how nasty our homes would be. All the diseases that come from that. That's preventative medicine right there. But that's not the way the world looks at it. And it's like that for pretty much everything in our world. Not sure what you are doing, what your job is, what your life is like, but I can tell you that more than likely somebody has said something is not right about you. Something's not right about your life, that it's too low class, that it's too whatever it might be. And it's actually not. What is low class is having an attitude that there is a low class. (laughs) That's low class right there because that's small-minded thinking. I've had a very wealthy, wealthy woman. I'm talking about beyond millionaire. Her family goes into the billionaire status. And a very educated woman said she felt sorry for me because I was from Texas. And I said, oh, you've been there. And she said, no, I haven't, but I don't have to be there to know that. Um, Unfortunately, you do have to be there to know that. Unless you've physically gone somewhere and you've physically done something, you really don't know what that thing is. Now, this woman who is extremely educated and who has a lot of money, And everyone looks toward and is constantly trying to get her attention in her favor. I was really disappointed by that because I have, there's some very, very poor people who have the most amazing attitude about everything. They will share their last cookie with you, their last bit of coffee with you. They'll sit down, hey, come in, come in, you're welcome. How are you doing? Oh, this is so great. Did you hear about... They'll start talking to you about different things, things that happen in the news, world events. They're in the know. They know what's going on with the world. And they're this very poor person who hardly has anything. And yet they're full of hospitality. They're friendly. They're respectful. They're caring and compassionate. If you're in need of something, they will try to help you. If your car breaks down on the side of the road, they'll try to help you. And then on the other hand, you have somebody who's so educated and so wealthy And yet her mind is so closed that she would literally say an entire giant state is low class because, you know, they're from New York. So, you know, there's that really big thing. The whole world is, this is just one example. There's so much of that out there. Don't let anybody put you down because you don't have as much as they do. If they're putting you down because you don't have as much, then that means that you have more mentally and more spiritually than they do. Because it's a very small-minded person that tries to tear someone else down. But it does hurt. I'm not going to lie. It did hurt. And I know it hurts when you get put down. So here's the deal. I want you to bless yourself. Every single day, you bless yourself. It doesn't matter what the whole world is saying. It doesn't matter what anybody says about you. It doesn't matter what your past is. Actually, it does matter what your past is because the worse your past is, the more you should bless yourself. You know why? Because your past is not who you are. Your past is not always going to be who you are. That's who you were then. That's not who you are now. And that's not who you're going to be in the future. God is a forgiving God. God is an understanding God. God is a God of chances, but we need to seek his face. We need to repent. Part of repentance is saying, hey, you know, not 
you know, not exactly in that tone because I know that's not being very reverent, but coming to him sincerely and saying, my Lord, I, I am so sorry. I've done these things. Please help me to change. Help me to be a better person. And then start blessing yourself. Start claiming his word over yourself every single day. Any chance that comes, any chance that you get throughout the day, if something comes up and you start to feel bad and you realize, you recognize the thoughts going through your head and the way that you're feeling, the negativity in that very moment, you know what? Pray. Turn around, pray to God. Lord, this is not who I want to be. Lord, this is not who I am. Lord, I am a blessing. Lord, you created me and I ask you to please help me to be there for me. And we're going to say this prayer right now, but this you don't have to specifically say this prayer over yourself every single time. Come up with one from your, from your heart that speaks to your goals and speaks to the person that you want to be or the person that you believe that you are inside. Not the one that's messed up, not the mistakes that have happened. You are not your mistakes. There's a really big difference between that. I want to let you know right now that God created you. There is that peace of God in you. There is greatness in you. Do not let the world stamp it out. Do not let your own mistakes stamp out that greatness. Claim it. Now, if you can, please place your hand over your head. Let's go ahead and pray. Ready? Birkant Hamukel, blessed are you, divine and infinite one, great guardian of the universe, who showers goodness upon all, because we are all deserving of your goodness. Blessed are you who guides us in the right directions. Blessed are you who watches over us and protects us by sending guardians our way. Blessed are you who empowers us to protect ourselves from harm of any kind, from harming ourselves, from harming others, from harming the world around us. Blessed are you who empowers us to bring goodness upon ourselves by making healthy and self-loving choices in our lives. May our own goodness, protection, and empowerment continue. And may we all know, see, and feel without a doubt the goodness that exists within ourselves, within everyone, within everything. May the infinite one who has bestowed these blessings of goodness continue to shower them upon those who are safe and especially upon those who are in need and unsafe in the world. Amen. Amen. It's also really important to pray for our children. As much as we get attacked, we're adults. We've had to deal with these things for a very long time. Our kids haven't. Our kids don't have as much experience dealing with this. Well, hopefully not. But they need help standing up. Our kids don't need to repeat our mistakes. Our kids can learn from our mistakes and go forward, make their own mistakes, and teach their kids from our mistakes and their mistakes so that each generation gets better. But a big part of that is our kids knowing that we say, hey, we're not perfect. This is why we're praying every day. I believe I'm still good in spite of whatever it is, you know, mistake that I have made. And I believe that you are still good in spite of whatever mistake you made. Not to be preachy or condescending, just to say, hey, I mess up. I don't think that because I messed up, I don't consider myself a bad person. I know I still have a good heart, but I made a mistake. You don't have to make the mistake. I love you very much. I pray you won't make this mistake. <laughs> I pray the goodness for you, goodness in life, nothing but goodness. This world is uh, starting to tell us that we have to pretend to be perfect parents, that we have to be strong and stand up and never let our kids see weakness. I don't think that's entirely right because, you know what, our kids are watching. How many of us can't turn around and say, hey, I saw my mom or my dad mess up. My mom or my dad did this, this or that. And if they're trying to act like they're perfect, does that really make you think of God? Does that make you think God is a good God? If you can see the mistakes someone is making and they're acting like they're not making any mistakes and they're trying to talk to you about God, they're trying to talk to you about being a good person and staying on the right path, does that really make you want to be good? Because you see that they're doing things wrong, but their their mouths are saying one thing, their actions are doing something else. And you're like, hmm, how many of us haven't had doubt put into our heads, doubt about God, doubt about his goodness because of what somebody has done? doesn't necessarily have to be our parents. It could be anybody. You could be church hurt. You could have gone to church and seen or been treated, you know, seen or had somebody treat you badly. And it makes you think, like, really? This is who God is? thing is, that isn't who God is. That's the person who made a mistake. And it's like that with our children, but they don't really know the difference at that point between how we are and God. If we're talking about God and we're acting ungodly, our kids are going to associate God with the ungodly. And that's really hard because it might be just that we're making mistakes. It might be we're so distracted we're not even paying attention to what we're doing. So the big thing is the daily prayer and reminding our children that 
we know we're not perfect. We're just trying, trying to be the best person we can be. We're still going to be making mistakes, but we're trying to be better. And we wish that for them as well, to be able to focus on doing and being the best that they can be. So here we go for the kids. When we pray over the boys, I put my hand over my son's head. When we pray over the girls, I put my hand on my daughter's head. And this is basically, you know, taking from the biblical thing where the parent puts prayer, put their hands on their child to pass down a blessing. But I don't want to wait until I pass or I'm about to pass to put my blessing upon my children. I want them to know every single day that I do bless them, that I do pray for them. Um, I think it really has an impact because they're not, I don't want them to wait. Or have to wait until I pass over to find out how much I cared by looking through my memory boxes. The things that I've kept, their pictures, their awards, um, writing, art, whatever it might be. I don't want them to have to wait until I pass over for them to know how much I care. I want them to know right now how much I care. I want them to know how much I want them to stay on a good path. I want them to learn from the mistakes that I made and how hard it is for me or for anyone else as an adult to try to change because we already have habits. We're kind of set in our ways. It's much easier for a child. And like it says in the Bible, teach a child the right way when they're younger and when they're older, they will not depart from it. Why? Because they'll already have those good habits ingrained in them. So yeah, here we go. For the kids, the boys. God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. For the girls, Yisimek Elohim, Kassara, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah. May God make you like Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, and Leah. For both the boys and the girls, Yavrechai Ha, Adonai, Vishmerecha, Yair Adonai, Panav, Lacha, Vihunika, Yisa Adonai, Panav, Lacha, Vyashim, Lacha, Shalom. May God bless you and watch over you. May God shine his face toward you and show you favor. May God be favorably disposed toward you and may he grant you peace. Amen. Amen.
Thank you so much for joining us today. It has been an honor and a privilege to have this time with you. We hope that you are blessed by this podcast. We know that we certainly are, and we'd love to hear your prayer requests and praise reports. Please submit those through any of our websites, pennyspowermentclub.com forward slash contact, cjskidsclub.com forward slash contact, happylittlemama.com forward slash contact. Don't forget to download your free copy of our daily prayer walk agenda, which includes a couple of the prayers that we pray, as well as links to the other prayers and the music we use. And also, consider downloading the prayer request log. It is such a powerful, powerful faith-building tool. It also definitely helps uh, to stay in a positive mindset whenever things start happening. If you're going through a difficult time, you can look back and see your prayer requests, when you asked for it, when you got the answer, and you start to see the way that God is working in your life. Sometimes you're going to get an answer right away. Sometimes it'll take a little bit longer. And other times you're going to see how your prayer directly interacts with someone else's. And it's amazing when you get a chance to see the dots being connected and that daisy chain of prayer being answered. It is so amazing. Don't forget to write down your prayer request for others as well in your prayer log, and you'll get to see that. It's truly awesome. So thank you so much for being with us. Our closing prayer is, O Elohim, our Adonai. If we are weary, give us strength. If we are discouraged, give us hope. If we have forgotten how to pray, remind us. If we have been careless of time, forgive us. Keep us from blaming others for our own faults. Help us to heal the wounds that we have thoughtlessly inflicted. Keep us from the pride that blinds the mind and from the anger that locks the heart. We thank you for the strength to work. We thank you also for the gift of rest. To the sick and the suffering, send your hope. To the forgotten and the lonely, send your love. To the confused and the distressed, send your light. To the weary and the wrong, send your new strength. To the pursuers of justice and wisdom and courage. To the seekers of peace and vision and resolve. In moments of temptation, give us strength. In hours of doubt, renew our faith. Amen.
That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.